Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the morning sickness. It is 545. My name's Sean. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. It's Thursday. And uh, we're ready to go. Well, at least most of us. I don't know that I am. Oh, food coma. You went deep. Huh? I went deep. I did. We didn't go that deep. It's just rich food. It's uh, it's uh, Doug Hopkins. I think Doug Hopkins thought my birthday was this month, and he took me to dinner last night uh, for uh, my birthday, which is in July, late July. <laughs> that was uh, nice. Well, I, was, I thought it was great of him. I thought it was really nice. But just any time, pick a time. And let's celebrate my birthday. I'm in. If you say, hey, I want to take you out for your birthday in February, I'd be like, I'm in. Maybe it was last year. That's what I said. I said, maybe this is just late for last year, and then in a month we can do this again. You can Oski twice. I think that's what it was. Went to a place in Phoenix. It's called Binkley's. It's a legendary place in this town. It used to be up in Cave Creek, and then they opened a place called Binks and then changed it into Binkley's, and it's... You know the high end. I super... think the guy's got a James Beard Award. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's if he doesn't, he deserves one because yeah. it was it was ridiculous. Amazing food, amazing everything. Dan the waiter was great. You know you're at a good place. Well, I mean every it's the it's the funny Hollywood uh, you know high end restaurant stuff because there were sliders that were about this like they come out in the, one of the portions just like uh, they, it's all like broken down to the, you try this little piece of watermelon and then you eat that and then you wash it with that and then eat the slider and wagyu beef. Sliders come out to the table, and they're about the. They're, they'll fit between your first thumb knuckle and the tip of your thumb. So if you cut a uh, a white castle into eight oh, squares, yeah, that's probably about right. It's an eighth of a white castle, and it's uh, eight times the flavor of a white castle. Yeah. It's amazing. It was like Tangerman was serving up it the was, burgers. Yeah, it's our old. It's our little... We used to have a lady here uh, who would come, uh, Mary Tangerman, who was a sales lady here. Go, I got everybody Wendy's. Like oh good, Mary brought us all Wendy's, and she, we didn't realize that Wendy's was a client. She had a gift card that she was supposed to buy, like Wendy's with it. But she bought like two burgers and would dice them up into like sixteenths. Yep. And then you go downstairs, and there were like Wendy double cheeseburger appetizers. Downstairs had full sandwiches. Oh yeah, they got, it was they just got only on air. They got yeah. the dicing. We got diced up burgers, but it was like that only. Yeah, I didn't hear, and from the kitchen, not once did I hear. Because I know Mary wasn't there. <laughs> When she would panic and make that that chicken sound, it was amazing. You know, you're at a good place though when the end of the meal comes and they're uh, handing you uh, a present. You get a present when you you know, and you know also it's expensive, which Doug paid for it. I don't. It's a house payment, but it was his. 
I told him I'd kick in. He goes, nope, absolutely not. And I'm like, you realize that you're giving me the single most expensive birthday gift anybody is going to give me this year. Family, friends, this is going to cost you way too much. And for no reason at all, you're kicking in for Megan. I've never understood that. Trip does that too. Did you give uh, access to your feet again last night to Doug? What do you mean? My porn well, I mean, feet? He's laying above your feet back in the Oh, sons. my feet. I thought you said yeah. feed. No, feet. Oh, huh? my, my OnlyFans page? No, no firewalls were broken at all. Okay. No, I, he can have access to them if he wants. I think he's trying to woo me. Yeah, he bought us dinner last night. It was great. But uh, it, it'll be the best present I get. There's no doubt. I mean, I'm not going to get another, you know. Four-figure present from any friends, unless you guys have something up your sleeve. I'm not. I don't. I not doubt that it. Good. Yeah, I don't think Brett's going to do it. I'm almost positive <laughs> Brett's up. Brady, I know for sure yours will will not breach three figures. That's not going to happen. And if it, if there's a present at all, which I don't expect, and I'm fine with. And an out burger. I'll get you double double. Won't cut it in the eighth. You get a whole burger. Damn right. That's how I roll. It's special. That's, that's, what, that's what that's what makes you special. <laughs> but yeah, you get at the end. You get a little present. They give you. The recipe, the entire menu of what you had. It's a 10 course deal. It was unreal. But this morning it is, uh, I You're I, feeling it. Oh, I'm and not feeling it as much as I'm tasting it. Like it's just, you know, the, all those spices, it's rich. So, you, and it's little tiny bites. And you're eating like, you know, little baby bites of everything and stuff I'd never try. Like, I've never had an apricot in my life. I had no idea. Really? No. I, wow. I, it just looks funny to me. It looks like a. It's finally a waffle thing. If you mint. cut, if you cut an apricot, to me, it looks like an anatomy lesson on a woman's genitals. I just see disgust, like the like, especially yeah, the dried can, one. Know, it's got. It can look like a like an odd a yellow red things. color. It's, it's, it just looks funny to me, just, and so I've never tried one. And then like a, a little drink with it. I'm like, all right, I'll give this a try. I did not, and I will not, and have never uh, eaten raspberry anything. And there was a little tiny thing there was raspberries, like a tiny. I'm like, That's are you out. converted? No, Are I you an I apricot guy now? I uh, They're good. Okay. That was actually right. really tasty, the way they did it. I don't know if I can just pop an apricot. Like, it has to be done by a guy with the James Beard Award. Yeah. I don't think I'm just going to go, apricots, mmm. But it, like, a little dried one and everything. So I just I was eating stuff. Those like dried ones also look like um, a yolk, that egg yolk yeah. that's been yeah. dried out. Yeah, it would be what you'd throw away at home. If you found an apricot, you'd toss it. You know what I mean? You wouldn't think, ooh, food. If you were in the fridge and like, what the hell? Ugh, this has gone bad. They don't look right. So I'm big on that, and I, I, like raspberries are awful, so that was out. But I tried other stuff, and I, it was great, but it was uh, outrageously good. And earlier in the day, Tony from uh, React Defense uh, up there at Tactical Black's like, hey, I want to uh, take you to lunch, say thanks to everybody for all they've done, because he's got his – he owns the place in Glendale, and he's had a great you know run, and he's like, I just want to say thank you. I'm like, sure, we'll go. So I ended up eating a couple chicken wings before up there at K. O'Donnell's in Scottsdale. It was pretty good. But I saw something I've never seen before, a breach protocol in the men's room. I was washing my hands because we worked out, uh, did a workout, and I'm like, let's go, we'll go grab some food, and the whole gang goes out there. And uh, So I, I go to the bathroom the second we get there to wash my hands because I felt swampy and gross from the workout, so i got to wash up. So I'm washing my hands, and I'm in there, and the door swings open, and a guy comes in and uh, starts pulling paper towels out of the thing next to the sink, right? And the urinal is behind me, so the mirror reflects back to the urinal and i'm like and he walks to the urinal with like five paper towels i've never seen anything like this in my life so i, I breached it i just had to, i pretended like i was washing my hands longer than i needed to just to see what the hell he's going to do with all those paper towels before he pees he takes uh, all of them 
it mashes him up against his pubes. Splash pad? I guess. And then oh. and then this thing just starts spraying all over the place. I mean, you can see that. I, I didn't see his wiener, but I saw him mashing down all the paper towels and then just just like a broken hose, just psh, psh, side stuff, front, and like just flying yeah. out all over. It was I not a steady stream. Me neither. I've never seen anything like it. And I'm, and I'm you know, faux washing my hands watching. Then the stream got normal. And uh, but he's holding those pads on for dear life, those paper towels. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? And I found it odd that like within seconds later on my phone, I got the announcement that Tony Siragusa died because he's the one who always told us about pissing your pants up when you're in your fifties. I turn fifty next month. I'm like, if I ever that's a that might be a deal breaker if before I pee, I have to build like a absorbent bed. Around my pubes and penis because I can't. The I mean, water weenie goes off and just <laughs> yeah. starts. If that thing's on its own, around. if it's on its own, I'm out. Like if it's like I just got no, and it just starts shooting stuff all over. I'm like, no, no, no. That's why I sit to pee. It's sloppy. I'm like, and that, and then so I even brought saves a lot of that. Why not just go, the the stall was open? Yeah. Why not just go in there and do you have a leak up by the base? That's the only thing I could if figure. He's, thinks he's bragging or something. Oh, someone's in here. Watch me. <laughs> Maybe maybe he's just in it for a story for me. <laughs> right. I got to give this guy something to talk about. He looks like he's bored. I have n- I've never seen it. Probably six of those brown, non-absorbent paper towels that are in all public restrooms. You know when you try to dry the your roll. hands and you just make that thing wetter and your hands yeah. stay exactly the same. It doesn't do anything but just you just start touching a wet rag. It I was just those. thinking like elementary school, whatever. Yeah, like just- those weird thin brown, non-absorbent, and he just he tucked them all over his pubes. Like maybe you just had them dyed or cut or done, and they had a blowout. I've never seen anything like it, and it's just it's been it's been on my mind since about two ye- uh, yesterday. I have no clue what that was, and it was and then the stream was horrible. And I've got a steady stream. Everybody says in your mid fifties it goes like you don't you just stand there and wait for it and shoots out here and then waits and then gets to. I don't know if you're going through that, but that's no. a, that's a thing. Uh, Tony Saragusa went through it, and he's gone now. Swollen prostate. You got a swollen prostate? No, that's oh. what a lot of times uh, constricts the stream. But if you ever had to like prepare to pee, just sit down, go if, hide in the stall. If stars. I was doing, you made it public. Guy, I'd have uh, three or four are already pre-cut yes. papers. You, you, I'd have a hole in the center. Yep, and I just unfold it like a like a napkin and put it out there. You get some <laughs> bounty towels. Yeah. You cut holes in the center, and you're already pre-prepared. Pack them like a hanky. And you put them in there, and your underwear kind of does the work. And then when you whip it all out, it's all clean. And doesn't underwear, if you're not wearing it with that problem, because I don't wear it, but I don't have that issue, doesn't that do the same thing? Isn't underwear basically a pube cover for when you yeah. unleash the... Yeah. yeah. Well, I understand the one reason. I thought that... I don't know why he was doing it that way, because some of those urinals... If you have a pretty healthy stream, coming back at splash you. back, and you're wearing khakis, well, you got to point down. Yeah, you don't point directly. You got to find wall. the right zone. Yeah, sometimes and, they're you know that's what the mats can help a, a urinal cake. You're a micro penis if nice you're hitting little, straight back because you got to be able to bend down. If you're going straight across into the back of the urinal, you've got a micro pen. You, yeah. You're supposed to no, it, well, Brady. You're supposed to be able to bend it down during urination. At least, at least it should be it should be at least pointing down. Or you're erect, which okay, is even well, weirder. Well, sometimes yeah, I won't route. have that option. Depends on the height of the urinal. It's true, you're a short man. Yeah. With a micropene, evidently. My God, Brady's <laughs> admitting to too much. Yeah, because if you're shooting straight into the back, you're just inconsiderate to the people around you. Ours, uh, here doesn't matter. There's the little square thing, and it'll spray no matter what you got to 
if you go, you're going, uh, you're going downward, and even the downward kind of. Yeah, but you're, you know, it's like you're supposed to just be able to hold it, and it goes on an arc. A match in there, good. You rainbow in. Yeah, you're know, shooting a three. You're, you're shooting just, a three. You yeah. got a good arc on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a solid NBA yeah, shot. It's, it's That's exactly three. right. You're, you're shooting a three. <laughs> if you're going in the back of the urinal, a you're standing too close. B, you got a micropene. You're just going straight into it. You got to, and if you got to angle it down, if it's a straight line, and you're shooting like the old, you know, the kid that used to not pick on the court. Yeah. It's, too flat. Shot's too flat. You're you're gonna spray because of that. You gotta back her out. Make a rainbow, Brady. You got a rainbow up. I feel bad. If Why? A rainbow? Because you're just leaving a mess. Soft shot. No, you wouldn't. You're leaving a mess if you're pointing it straight into the back and hammering the back of the porcelain. I like, I press it up against the back and make the like yeah. a thumb over the hose. Bad idea. You've been doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, you don't see this because you have your own bathroom in, That's the, why, in your office. But the, the uh, urinal in that room there, you yeah. can just see the spray all Evidently around it. Evidently, it's him. Evidently, Brady's admitting to that right now. Yeah. No, you gotta you got step back a little, put a little arc on it, and it soft hits the back of the urinal. Yeah. This is it. But I don't understand toweling off before. It, it didn't make any sense. And if you're listening, guy who does that, please, by all means, email me because I have. I wanted to just tap him on the shoulder and go, I got to ask, what was that? What in the hell? And he kind of had it wrapped around like it was a grip. Maybe he's just, maybe he's like so religious he won't touch his own wiener. Could be. That could be it. I don't know. Maybe he's got so many hang ups about penis that he thinks it makes him gay if he touches his own. I have no idea. But go in the urinal or don't use the urinal, go in the stall. Yeah, I got too many questions. You got too many people like me out there that have curiosities that are like, what are you doing? I mean, it would have been like the guy coming in and going, how you doing? And then putting soap in his hands and going to the urinal. I'm like, what is this? Well, you know what he's doing. Well, yeah, he's jerking <laughs> off for, for the sting of it all. What if he did a, uh, a, a had a post in there and no longer had it? He had it no penis? On the tip, you know, and it, it opened up a little all hole. Right. So you don't use the open. urinal anymore. Yeah. You go into the stall. If you've got medical advancements inside your wiener that require piercing. you wrappings. Uh, or, oh. I don't understand that. I don't either. But if, if a piercing causes that mess, it's not worth it. Like, there's nothing visually stimulating He didn't about plan it. accordingly. No. Just a bad idea. And then take it out. Yep. Have the pride to go, I made a mistake. This was a dumb idea. I'm peeing all over. But it was weird. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah. It was, it was that. <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, I can't say the word. But it was gross. <laughs> it was just a man cue, I'll call it. It was just everywhere. <laughs> It's like the game Tempest on one of the really high levels. You're just spinning all over shooting. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. So it reminded me of the time that guy at Hohokam came up behind me with that big hog in both hands. Look out now! I had to move. I'm like, I got some bathroom issues. He had an excuse, though. The reason I have my own bathroom, it seems to find me. Restroom behavior seems to, because I'm aware of it. But I, that's the reason I don't like urinals. Is but guys like you, evidently, that smash into the back of it and spray your feet. If especially, that's why they invented the little partition wall between them used to be just wall urinals 
And people would go in there, and some guys would go and put their hands on their hips, like you, Joe Arpaio, who I peed next to once. He has hands on the wall, like he was getting frisked. I'm like, no, you got to hang on to that thing. It could go. It, you don't know what kind of pressure's coming out until you know. And he just peed, and it was just whatever was happening was happening. He didn't care where it landed and whatever. And he went into the back of the urinal. You could see the drips next to the urinal. I'm like, this oh, guy shoes is yeah. And, it's just, yeah, and if you wore flip flops and stood next oh. to him, you're doomed. You're doomed. <laughs> You got those people that hit the back of the urinal, micro peens. It's like Paulie Walnuts in The Sopranos talking yeah. about what, what the shoelaces and the piss and, and the floor. All the yeah, crap that yeah. they yes. And if you are a micro peen and you're shooting into the back and spraying all over, uh, do do every the world a favor. One hand on the wall, forty five degree angle down, down. You're gonna get it's yourself like when you're erect. Exactly. Like, you Superman. Home, like, oh, hey. You do the Superman. Yeah. You lay across you the top it? of the toilet. You try to bend it as best you can. Mm-hmm. If you can't. You lay down, tummy down on the toilet. Maybe get into that water a little bit, but that feels nice. That feels manly. Yeah, or just get in the pool. But for God's sakes, have some decorum. You're an adult. But it was weird. I went back to the table. I had to have a regular conversation with the people I went with. I'm like, I can't go on. I have to let you guys know about this. And Jay's like, how come this stuff happens to you? I'm like, I don't know. I have no. I have one bad eye. I shouldn't be able to see anything. It's like there's no defense for that. <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's no tactic other than just smashing that guy's face up against the wall before he, like, attacking him for no reason. I just didn't like the way you were peeing. Thump. But it was strange. It was a very, it was peculiar. But then I had that Binkley's dinner last night. Oh. Made up for it. Oh. Well, the food at K.O. Donald's, like, the wings were great. But that stuff last night was just it's game changer. Those restaurants are different, and they, you know, the cost is basically the experience. You're, you're being catered to. You're, I mean, it is unbelievable the service and the knowledge of everything that comes to the table. And chef has prepared this amazing meal. I'm like, oh, here we go. I don't know who chef is, but like, I always picture the South Park chef back there. <laughs> and then he said. Uh, he said, and we and Chef agrees, as does the urban cultivator, that this is one of the best things we do. I'm like, urban cultivator? Is that the same as black guy in the kitchen? What does that mean? What's an urban cultivator? I want his album. Yeah. What is, ur- I want to meet the urban cultivator. I think it might be a machine or just a dude named Leroy that works there that they won't. Cause they wouldn't That's say, me. Nobody has a name. It's Chef, the urban cultivator. It's like a bunch of superheroes with food. Got Furious Styles working furious in the kitchen. Furious back there, yeah. <laughs> Give me the mother asparagus tray. <laughs> you want to talk to the expediter? Yeah. <laughs> what is an urban cultivator? What does that even mean? It's the black guy. It has to be. It can't be anything else. We're in Phoenix. You wouldn't just say there's a black guy in the kitchen. You wouldn't say it. They, they, they class up everything. Everything's amazing. And I don't know how you do it on a Wednesday night, getting that suit and tie go into work and just you know it's it's when you go to a restaurant and they explain the specials to you i'm impressed this guy knew like where every piece of, of vegetable lettuce whatever has been flown in from whether he's making it up or not i don't know could be that they were just chopping up wendy's the experience is why you're there but it's like this wagyu beef comes all the way from australia your cow's name was buster and i'm like oh my god this guy knows everything it's weighed in at 660 yeah, pounds 660 pound angus Buster was emotional about his school, but he loved the idea of being helpful to people in the future. So he understood his lot in life. He was self-aware. He's one of the cows from the Chick-fil-A ads. I'm like, oh, oh, that's good. 
I know well, him. We're not going to eat more chicken tonight, are we? Okay, take a bite of your friend Buster. Here's a photo of Buster. I'm like, wow, you're giving me way too much here. But they give you everything. And it's even better, and I highly recommend this, if Doug Hopkins pays for it. That makes the whole experience amazing. I think Doug sort of regretted it at the end. You know, when you, when you treat somebody to something good like that. And then you get the bill at the end, and you realize this. this, Well, he knew he he prepaid for the meal, but then he said, "You get the drinks." And I'm like, "That's a deal," because we got him. I'm like, "That's uh, whatever. I'll go fifties. I'll 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 Venmo. I'll do whatever you want." No, no, this is on me. And it was he was adamant about. I'm like, "I'm that's a lovely thing. I super appreciate that. I'm going to take you out next week. We'll balance this out because that's I just can't live like this." And he goes, "That's good." And the, the drink bill comes, and he looks and goes, "Jesus Christ." And he goes, Cokes are $8. Because I, I was driving, so I had one drink in the beginning, and I drank Diet Cokes. And you know me. I probably had five. <laughs> it's like going to a ball There's game. no refills. So it's like five. And he goes, Cokes were 8 bucks." And I said, yeah, that's got to be brutal for the guy paying. <laughs> if Cokes are 8 bucks, what the hell was that drink that you had a hibiscus flower in it cost? Jesus Christ. I'm like, yeah, I'm not kicking in now. Now, now you can't do that. Cokes, you can't tell the guy how much his drinks were. Eight bucks a Coke, though. It was a good Coke. It was flown in from Atlanta. <laughs> directly from Directly from Atlanta. Ted Turner's urine was in this. Some of it dripped on the floor, but our urban cultivator got it before it made any messes. Can I meet the urban cultivator? Hello. I'm the urban <laughs> cultivator. Oh, that's a great name, sir. Yeah. My name's Lamont. You're exactly what I thought. Yeah, you're exactly what I thought. I don't know what an urban... And how do you hire a white guy to be your urban cultivator? Doesn't... No, not a thing. I don't know if that's a machine or not. What is that? Looks good on the resume. And I wanted to ask, but then I'm like, what's an urban cult? What's the urban cultivator's name? Daquan. Mm-hmm. Move on. I knew it. Is that a problem? Not at all. I think it's fantastic. I just think it's that's a great politically co- correct name. You'd like to talk to Le Herb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you go by the kitchen. You hear, suck on my chocolate salty balls. I'm like, that is chef. <laughs> It was great. It was amazing. So thanks to the Doug Hopkins uh, uh, family, Joy and Doug, taking us to dinner last night. Great. I don't get that. You know who's skating for all this stuff is Megan. She's gotten a free meal at nice restaurants on my birthday. I don't know how many times. What's she bringing to the party? Nothing. I mean, she's an enjoyable sort, but I'm just saying. (laughs) You know what I mean? When it comes to that. <laughs> and she brings good company, blah blah blah. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you sit there and look, and you're like, "This is like your 18th one." And there's a, we're we're you're the Patriots before the Super Bowl. You are 18 and 0. There's a lot of birthdays you've just sat there and got. This is great. We're out for your birthday. And some guy across the way that we kicking in. I even said, "Let make her pay for her half." Like it's not her birthday, don't you think? Like wives get away with That's murder. That's tough on to do, though. Why? You're a decent person. I offer. I'm going to pay for you. Right. Not you. That's the way life should be. We should be more like that. Because I even, as the birthday boy, you know, they, they brought this liquid nitrogen thing to the table, and they go, here you go. And it sits in front of me, and then they put some stuff on it, and it blows up this balloon that I didn't even know was in front of me. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And all this stuff's going on. I'm like, I'm the birthday boy. And at the end, I'm like, let me kick in for this, at, at, at least. And then I said, at least let me pay for Megan's thing. She's deserving of none of this. It's not her birthday. And he's like, no, I got it. I got it. And then, But I'm looking at her like, yeah, you should say that. I shouldn't be the one saying that. Wives get away with that. They just sit there. And I don't, she knows I, how to work the angle. She's good. Yeah. She's good. I've never been able to do that. 
to sit and get a freebie and just be like, well, this one's on that guy. And I... Uh, it's part of her talents. Yeah, it's well, it's they all have a talent. So I'm like, all right, we'll go over there and give that guy a hand job real quick. He bought you a really expensive dinner tonight, and there's no, there's no getting out of that at all. But no, we go home, and everybody's got gas, and nobody's getting hand jobs, and we're all going to sleep like eight minutes after we got home. Like, I probably was asleep eight or nine minutes after I got home. Got home about 10.30, and like... 10.38, I'm pretty sure I was out in REM sleep. It was just food coma. But very good. Thanks to Dan, the urban cultivator and chef, and the Binkley family. Amazing stuff. If you've got a special occasion and you want to miss a house payment, Binkley's is for you. I mean, take out a loan. It's, a, it's, it's not cheap, but it's, it's, I think it's the experience that's well worth it. It's pretty amazing. Fine dining, they call it. Eight bucks a Coke is what it means. I'll have a Diet Coke. Ooh, do you want that delivered to your Rolls Royce? I'm like, I don't understand that, but I'm assuming Cokes are really expensive. $8. Jesus, it's a gallon of gas. So there you go on that Binkley's thing. Dan, you're amazing. And then at the beginning, because Doug Hopkins does this everywhere we go, are you familiar with John Holmberg from Holmberg's Morning Sickness? And the waiter's like, absolutely not. No, don't know what that is. John Jay, is that you? Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> said 21 years in the Valley. Then we're leaving, and Dan's like, hey, by the way, like, all of a sudden, the pomp and circumstance of his kindness. Hey, used to listen to you in the car all the time. It made me laugh my ass off. Like, oh, I see. You're, this is this is Dan. I see Dan. Great stuff, man. Like, thanks. Thanks, Baker. Yeah, one of the guys in the back reminded me that that's who you were the guy we used to listen to when we drive in all the time. I'm like, oh, all right. And then I'm like, well, thanks. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Fist bump. And then as we're leaving, he goes, thanks for coming. Have a lovely evening. I'm like, Dan, you're putting on a character here. You're... And then the uh, Urban Cultivator came out and he goes, adios, mother I'm like, all right, see ya, Urban Cultivator. Great job cultivating the urban. I have no idea what that means. I looked it up That's on the, the phone. That's the next level stuff. What now. is that? Peace out, doughboy. That, isn't that something that you take and make urban or something you he take from a, an urban area and make it He has it a for, garden. Where? In the back. In the... Ur- urbanly in the urban he has an urban garden. urban community garden yeah and he takes it and he cultivates it into throws what? stuff out of uh empty uh tables and cans okay just throws dirt in it, <laughs> like, dirt in it and, and then he brings it in cultivates that for rich people to eat yes okay all right that's urban cultivation yeah. i had no idea this sounds like the brady report he's just making the stuff up. I, I, I enjoy <laughs> I, I enjoy that i like that so he takes like a, a it's thing, grown out back empty egg carton put some dirt in it yep some seeds, and then and then you got peppers, and then you got spices, like a, like, a, like whatever, like Swiss chard, kale or something growing out there. Oh yeah, you can do some kale. And he kale. brings in his his project that second graders do, and then he makes food out of it, and that's called urban cultivation. Yep. Okay. Brett, do you have any you argument to that? You got to yeah, do it in the city. I think that's pretty right. I think he's onto something. Yeah, I think it just has he's to be a city done. farmer. <laughs> it's city farming, but that's urban cultivation. I just thought he said black guy in the kitchen did this. That's what I heard. That's what I was going with. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Nobody ever says that. I never go to Burger King and go, uh, all about patties are uh, slaughtered uh, here locally. I'm like, just sh- 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 st- stop it. <laughs> Fresh off the truck. Lettuce is uh, cultivated in the urban areas. Of- I'm like, I don't care. But at that place, it seemed like I needed to know that. Everywhere else I eat, I don't need to know where the cow lived. So he's a chef from Maryville? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the, the urban, urban cultivator. <laughs> I got a little garden in my bathtub. I'm like, oh, that sounds lovely. That's, that's urban cultivation. I'm like, I think it's just 
those topsy turvies count the upside down <laughs> right. tomatoes yeah. uh, growing out of the yeah. out of a coke can on a vine yeah. in your window yeah that's urban cultivation well they're, they're charging too much for that kids can do it <laughs> there's a skill to it so i brought this i had made this out of a sprite can i saw drake in a commercial once and i thought this guy really knows how to cultivate urbanly anyway it was great amazing but my stomach is still filling. i'm still in a food coma i'm not full they don't fill you up but they make you feel the food because it's just rich. Like you're sweating butter. Ugh. Got a couple workouts heading my way today. That's for sure. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll scream it together. Uh, all I got to do is call 585-9800 and get us a song, and we'll, we'll play it for you if it's good. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.